With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Mr. Pop. The views and opinions of this show do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of this network and its affiliates. Another edition of the Fifth Down Sports Show. It is Wednesday, December 5th, and we are pushing hard to to the end of the football season. We'll get into, we might get into some NFL later on in the show. This is going to be a college edition of the Fifth Down Sports Show. Um, again, the Fit Down Sports Show is your extra down of sports coverage. We are going to go hardcore on everything college football with the championship games from past Saturday. Sunday, the selection committee. We are going to get into all of that later on in the show. Um, I've got some real takes on on that. Um, that we're gonna we're gonna drive we're gonna drive home. Did the committee get it right? Where did they go wrong? Um, why did they do what they did? 
We will get into all of that uh, later on in the show. We'll also break down the championship games from Saturday. Um, as as my friend, my friend Ben uh, from Atlanta, as he said, he said it the best. It was Georgia being Georgia. We'll get into that um, later on in the show. And but we are going to kick off the show with a fun little game that we have created. And because it's college football, it's bowl season, and there are I, – I, I can't even count the number of bowl games. I have four pages of bowl games um, that are going on this this year. You know, we did this last year. I had my friend Red come on the show and – we talked to her about the bowl games and what we said, I gave her the name of the bowl game and she told me if she was interested, we are going to do the exact same thing this year. We have a new contestant. We have Denise. I will bring her on in a minute, but let me set the game up for you. So here's how it's going to work. I will read the name of the bowl game. Uh, I'll just use an old one that doesn't get used. Like we used to have the Beef O'Grady's Bowl. Okay, I will read the name. Denise will tell me if the name of the bowl game excites her. If she says yes, we will break down the teams involved, where it's played, and why you should be watching the game other than the name of of the bowl game. If Denise says no, then I will read the teams involved and where it's being played. If to try to entice her to say that it's an intriguing bowl game. If she still says no, we move on. We go to the next bowl game. So that's how we're going to break it down. So if you're listening and you want to get a breakdown of your bowl game um, and we don't do a breakdown of it here, you can't blame me. I'm not, I'm not in charge of who we break down. I'm leaving it all up to in Denise's hands. She will tell us what is interesting and what's worth breaking down and what's not. So that's going to be how, how the show is going to get kicked off. We do our bowl preview, and we get it going. Of course, if you want to contact the show, our number to call in is 646-668-8467. And in the excitement of everything, I forgot to say, we appear via um, Radio AFS, uh, via Blog Talk Radio, and of course syndicated on the Arena Sports Network. So, for however you may be listening to us, um, we thank you for listening. And um, of course, that number to call in again is six four six 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 eight eight four six seven. You know, we take all callers, we do all things. So let me bring Denise on, and we'll start the the bowl game, uh, as I call it, the bowl name. Uh, Intrigue game. So let's let's bring her on. Hello, Denise. Yes. Hey. How are you? I'm good. Awesome. And just to give just to give the audience and and the people a, a little background, we talked a little bit. You you know very little about college football right now. Am I? Am I categorizing that correctly? 
Yeah, I, I, I'm a Longhorn fan, so if they're playing and it's on in my area, then I'll watch it. But other than that, I don't follow anyone, follow anyone else. And I stopped watching bowl games when they changed it to not have the Rose Bowl as the championship. So I really, I, I, I like college football, but I'm not diehard. I'm more NFL. So, and that's why. We want that's why we wanted to have you on for this because we want a totally unbiased opinion, someone who doesn't know anything about any of these teams, and it's all about what intrigues you. Does and and again, there's no wrong answers here except for if somebody's listening and they want to hear a breakdown of a game. Again, don't send emails to me. Send the emails to us uh, via via Denise. It's all up to her. All right. The, I hope I don't disappoint but, too many people. Uh, it, trust me, if I haven't disappointed and if I haven't disappointed them already, then it's probably not possible to disappoint them. So we're we're okay with that. All right. So are you ready to play the game? Yes, sir. And you said you were a Longhorns fan. I know you're. You're in Missouri now, but are, you're from Texas. Most of my life I lived in Texas. That's where I consider home. So I wasn't born there. I was actually born in California, but yeah. So. Okay. I, I just I just wanted to I, I just want to make that clear because, you know, there are some of these games that do take place in Texas, so it, it you know, it may it may sway your uh your intrigue of the game <laughs> per se. But all right, here we go. There we go. Are you ready to play? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. Denise, the first bowl game I have is the Air Force Reserve Celebration Bowl. Yes. Does that does that intrigue you? Yes, it does. You are intrigued by it. So so this is this is a good start. Now we can explain. Now we can use this as an example to explain the game. So Denise is is intrigued by by the Air Force Reserve Celebration Bowl, which is going to be played in Atlanta, Georgia, and it kicks off the bowl season on December fifteenth. And uh, this is actually a very interesting bowl game because this is a brand new bowl that they started last year. And it's between two FCS schools. It's between two what they call HBS schools, which are historically black schools. Um, so it's North Carolina A&T versus Alcorn State. Um, again, these are two FCS schools. North Carolina A&T is probably the favorite going into this game. They sh- they're an interesting bunch because – they actually give up their chance to get a championship to play in this game. They have a they had a shot to go they had a shot to go to the F- FCS playoffs, but they decided this bowl game was more important and better for them. So that's what makes this game interesting is that it's teams you would never have thought of um and you probably would never hear of again, but that's why that's why that game is is important. Plus, it's the first one of the season. It's Saturday, December fifteenth. All right, let me give you the second bowl game on the list here, and that is the New Mexico Bowl. 
not very interesting. Not interesting. Again, if you, if you didn't get it by the name, it takes place in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and it's North Texas versus Utah State. Do the teams do the teams and location interest you? I mean, my heart is in Texas, so being at a Texas team, it kind of interests me, but I wouldn't say as much as the other ones. It, it the first one. I, I can I can I can I can go I can I can go with that. Um again, North North Texas, Utah State, it, this is gonna be a, a a good game for people who just like to watch uh to watch college football. I mean, Utah State is it, these are these are uh what they call group of five teams and Utah State was considered one of the best group of five teams all year until the end of the season. So if you're watching that game, you're pretty much watching for Utah State. North Texas is a team that is going to run the football. It, they're they're not going to be one of these throw it around and score 60-point type teams. So it'll be an interesting clash of styles. But we're moving on. We'll go to the Auto Nation Cure Bowl. The what? The Auto Nation Cure Bowl. That's a little intriguing, yeah. All right, so that is a little bit intriguing. It takes place in Orlando, Florida. It will also be on December 15th. And the interesting thing about this bowl game, one, it's Tulane versus Louisiana Lafayette, which um, they're two teams they love to throw. The, the, both these teams love to spread spread the ball out. You'll see a lot of offense in this game. But the the best thing about this bowl game is that the Cure Bowl, they call it the Cure Bowl because the I, I don't know what the percentage is, but a percentage of the proceeds go to fight I believe it's fight cancer. But that that's why they have this bowl game. It's to help help find a cure and that's why they named it the way they did. So well, that's, that's really the that's really the interesting part of watching the game. Tulane versus Louisiana. We we can, you know, yeah. We probably could find better teams, but they they are what they are. All right, here we go. Let's go to let's move. To, we're still on December fifteenth. This is how crazy the bowl season is. But we got the Mitsubishi Motors Las Vegas Bowl. Mm, not really. Not interested. How about if I tell you that the game takes place in Las Vegas? Go figure. The Las Vegas Bowl takes place in Las <laughs> Vegas. But um, it's also Fresno State versus Arizona State. Now, that is a little intriguing. See, and th- that's why this game is intriguing to me. A, Fresno State is they won the, um, they won the Mountain West Conference. So we got we got the Mountain West winners there and but the intriguing part to me of this game is Arizona State. One yeah, for one reason. <laughs> well, ASU is is it, you know a great they're they're a great program. One reason to watch this game is one Arizona State has a wide receiver named Emil Harry 
who is going to be a top five NFL draft pick. He is the best wide receiver in the, in, in the country. He declared for the draft. He'll be ready to go. That's the reason to watch this game. The other reason to watch this game is also on the Arizona State sideline, and that is because their coach plays to win the game, and he will do it that way, and that man is Herm Edwards. I, everything Herm Edwards, I'm in. It, it, as long as they have him mic'd up and they have a, like, I, I, you know, I know you're, you're an NFL fan, so I know you watch Monday Night Football. You know how they have, like, they have Booger McFarland on that, like, yeah. weird ramp thing, and it follows. I want them to put a camera person on that ramp and just follow Herm Edwards the whole game. I, I, would, watch, I would watch that. I would watch that instead of watching the game. Just to see Herm Edwards on the sidelines. Everything Herm Edwards, I'm in. So that's the Las Vegas Bowl. And it, it's good. I, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited for that game. Let's move on to we're still, we're still on that Saturday in December. It, it's crazy. Raycom Media Camilla Bowl. I think, the, I think Camilla is a flower, I, I believe. Okay, the Raycom doesn't sound intriguing at all, but the, the Camilla part does. So, yeah, I say yeah. So you're interested in it because it, because I, I believe Camilla, I believe it's a flower. I think it's the state flower of Alabama, which is where this game takes place in Montgomery, Alabama. And, um, and it's going to be Georgia Southern versus Eastern Michigan. And I, uh, if I'm tuning into this game – you're tuning in for a a cla- another clash of styles. You've got you've got Georgia Southern, a very run heavy offense against Eastern Michigan, who is very defense and another another MAC team that they they don't mind chucking the ball around. So it'll be an interesting clash of styles in Montgomery, Alabama. Here we go. The R and L Carriers. New Orleans Bowl. R and L Carriers. That is intriguing. It, it, it's intriguing, and, and of course, so ridiculous. <laughs> of course, it's in. Of course, it's intriguing because it's in New Orleans. What's what is it intriguing about New Orleans? Everybody <laughs> wants to go there and have a party. So here we go. It's Middle Tennessee versus Appalachian State. The intriguing part of this game is not on the Middle Tennessee side. Everything intriguing about this game is on the Appalachian State side. This is the team, everybody who's involved in college football or who has watched college football over the years knows Appalachian State's the team that upset Michigan and all that. They finally became an FBS school, and now they're in a bowl game. And so it's... It, it's an amazing story for the fact that they've they've made it this far. So that's the reason to watch there. All right, we finally finished the first bowl day. So let's go let's go to the the next one, which is December eighteenth. And here we go, the Cherubundi Boca Raton Bowl. Mm, no, not really. 
Not really. If you can tell me what Cherubundi is, I I have no idea what it is. I think Cherubundi is I, a, is a is an alcohol. I, I I it's either an alcohol or it's like a a fruit, uh, like a, a lozenge thing. I that that's all I know about it. Could, I have no idea. You can but tell let me tell you. You could tell me that with a straight face and like say, like. 100% that you know that's true, and I believe you because I have no idea what that is. Yeah, I have no idea what it is either. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty much making it up off the top of my head, but that's what I believe it is. But the teams involved in this, obviously the Boca Raton Bowl takes place in Boca Raton, Florida. Um, the teams involved are UAB and Northern Illinois. Do either of those, do either of those teams interest you? I don't even know who UAB is, and Illinois is not all that interesting to me. You just made you just made the point of the night. You just <laughs> said exactly what we need, what I where I was going with this by saying you don't know what UAB is, and there's a reason why. UAB the the only thing amazing about this game, and why we're gonna break, why I'm I'm stopping this is. Two years ago, UAB, their football program did not exist. They shut down the program and stopped playing. They stopped playing football because the presidents and the board of directors at the school said football costs too much money. We don't want to play it. They shut it down. People went crazy. Two years ago, Last year, they started this program back up from scratch. And now, a year later, they had a, a dream 10-1 season, won their conference, and they're in a bowl game. So that's an amazing story. You're going to hear all about it when you watch that game. And that's it. Here's one that might interest you, and, and, and I, I'm, I'm going to try not to influence you too much, but it's the – DXL Frisco Bowl. DSL Frisco Bowl. Yeah, I'm thinking. I assume I assume you're interested because I assume you're interested in it because it takes place in Frisco, Texas. Yes. (laughs) And 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 it does. It involves San Diego State and Ohio. so the interest in this game is again San Diego State is a Mountain West conference team. They had a decent season. I'm more interested in the other side of it, Ohio. Ohio is coached by a man named Frank Solich who runs the triple option. He's he's made some changes to it. He used to be the coach at Nebraska, went to Ohio, has them rolling. So that's the re- the reason to watch this is you're not going to see a lot of triple option in in football anymore. This is your chance to see it, and it's at the Frisco Bowl in in Frisco, Texas. All right, here's 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 one here's one. I, I the name the name alone it, it just makes me laugh every time. The Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. Oh, that is so intriguing. 
Isn't it? It's just, the, it's just the weirdest name of all time. And I believe. I think that's one of I the best that, ones I've heard yet. I believe the history of this bowl game is that this is the game because it is played in Tampa, Florida. They moved it to Tampa, Florida. This used to be the St. Petersburg Bowl, and it used to be the Beef O'Grady's Bowl. So this bowl game has always had a great name for, to sponsor it. And, of course, bad boy mowers. I mean, where can you go wrong with this one? And you got Marshall versus South Florida. And in this game, I'm going to be watching because we know the coach of South Florida, Charlie Strong, he's a big candidate to move on, go and get a better job than South Florida. I think he's perfect for the Louisville job. So I would love to see South Florida. Also, the quarterback, Blake Barnett, could be a sleeper draft pick. I want to see if he's going to play in in this for South Florida. So he's the reason to watch. And, and besides the fact that you're going to see a lot of ads for bad boy mowers, and I really want to know like what they are because it's just the weirdest name of all time. All right. I'm 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 gonna I'm I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a little influencing here on the next one. I know it it probably shouldn't be done, but I'm the host and I can do what I want. <laughs> if I was a coach or a player in college football, even if my team made the college football playoff, I would probably tell them no. I'm going to this bowl game, and you'll understand why when I give you the name. The Makers wanted Bahamas Bowl. Oh, that's definitely intriguing. Yeah. As I said, (laughs) as I said, if I was a coach or a player in college football and I I didn't make the college football playoff, where do I want to go from – where do I want to go – where do I want to spend my holiday season? Where do I want to spend December? Bahamas sounds about right. I, I I would say yeah. I want to go there. I want to go to the Bahamas, and of of course they've got FIU Florida International in this game. Which why they why they put them in there doesn't make any sense. I mean Florida's already a tropical climate, but to, yeah. for the people of Toledo, for the people of Toledo, Ohio, who have nothing to look forward to in December but snow and rain and Garbage weather, why not go to the Bahamas? That's really the only reason I'm excited about this bowl game is that it takes place in the Bahamas and it's awesome. And that's awesome to me. <laughs> All right. I love the snow, so I probably wouldn't want to go in December because I like white Christmas. But I can see where some people that don't like snow and cold could definitely find that interesting. I, 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 I'll have to agree. I'm from the north. I'm 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 a, you know, I've seen my fair share of snow. I I've seen it enough to where I've said, okay, uh, enough snow. I'm going. I'm I, but I've never been to the Bahamas, so that's why I, I I'm like yes. Well, I'm like Bahamas. I'm in. I'm I'm in. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's move to the next bowl game. The next bowl game is famous. The famous. Idaho Potato Bowl. <laughs> For 
the shared name of it. That's intriguing. <laughs> the, the, so you're intrigued by Idaho potatoes. And, of course, the Idaho potato bowl, bowl takes bowl place in Boise. Them? That's pretty, they get a bowl well, it, after it, them. That's pretty awesome. Of course, it's it, it's it's Idaho. What else? What else is? What else do? What else do you think of when you think of Idaho? Like they could have just said this is the Idaho Bowl, but no, it is the Potato Bowl. I'm all I'm all in. Plus the fact that this game takes place in Boise, and if anybody, if you know anything about Boise State, their field is blue. Nobody else has a blue field. So that's the reason to watch, and again, it's Western Michigan versus BYU. So BYU did take down Wisconsin this year. So it, it's an intriguing matchup. But really, what I'm tuning into for that, I'm tuning in for the field because that's it's yeah. an, it's just an interesting yeah, I mean, thing to look at. I may have to try to find that one because that would be pretty cool to watch. I've never seen a blue field before. Oh, it, it Boise State's field is amazing. I love it. I everybody, every all the traditional people, all the traditional college football people. Oh, a field shouldn't be blue. A field shouldn't be no. Boise State's colors are blue. They have a turf field. They made it blue. It's awesome. It's the only one I've ever seen like that. So it's pretty cool. All right, this one might intrigue you. It might not intrigue. It might not intrigue. Male, the male listeners of this program, but it might intrigue the female, our female listeners, and that is the Jared Jewelers Birmingham Bowl. Mm. I'm not really intrigued. I like jewelry, don't get me wrong, but I think there's a lot more out there that I would rather spend my money on, like season tickets. <laughs> so there, not there you go. <laughs> I, I I'm I'm right there with, I'm right there with you. Uh, I, I I have no interest. I have no zero interest in this game at all. But it is it is Memphis versus Wake Forest in Birmingham, Alabama. But again, we're not interested. In, I'm not interested in the Jared jewelry. I, I don't I don't even want to watch this bowl game because I know all the commercials are going to be out there. Oh, buy a wedding ring, engagement, blah, blah, blah. All right, enough. Enough, Jared. <laughs> I don't need you in my college football. Get out of here. All right. All right, my own, pers- my own personal issues aside, let's, let's move on. The, the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Anything with the Armed Forces I'm going to probably be intrigued by. Not only are you going to be intrigued by the armed forces, but I know you're going to love this one. It takes place in Fort Worth, Texas. Fort Worth. Ah, so, I figured. <laughs> so, so, of course, where else would the armed forces bowl be other than Texas? It just, it just sounds like a, a Texas thing to do. Um, and the game is Houston versus Army, which is very awesome, mm. which is very intriguing because – a, it's the Armed Forces Bowl, so they always have a service academy involved. It's great to have Army involved. And it'll be yeah. the, the interesting thing about Army is this year they've thrown it a little bit more. Last year they threw the ball a grand total of 12 times. 
in an entire season, wow. they threw the ball. They threw a pass 12 times. They've done that a little bit more this season. year. Yes, the entire season. And they played 13 games last year. So there were games where they did not throw the ball at all. <laughs> so How is um, that even it's, possible? <laughs> the, that, it's just it's it's the way Army has always been. Army is all it's the way Army is. It's the way they will always be. Army and Navy are always that type. They just they just don't want to throw the ball. And I don't blame them. I mean, how many good? You think about what the service academies are. They're pretty much guys who are getting ready to go off to war. They're not guys who are going getting ready to go to the NFL draft. Like that's not. Right. How it works. So they're not getting the cream of the crop. So they've got to do things a little bit differently. So they, they choose to not throw the ball. And it's interesting to watch, especially when you see people calling the game that don't understand. And they're like, well, they're going to run the ball here. Like, really? We've watched army the whole year. We know they're going to, we know they're going to run the ball. Thanks. But that's why it's interesting to watch. And again, it's Houston versus army. Houston would be interesting to watch, but their top player, Ed Oliver, decided he wants to get ready for the NFL draft, so there's really no reason to watch Houston um, anymore. But it'll be interesting to see Army. All right, if you're into shopping, this one might uh, might get you. The Dollar General Bowl. <laughs> you're, not into, you're not into the bargain bin shopping, not, not into the dollar yeah. store. Okay, well, this one is... There's nothing in there that I would ever... (laughs) No. (laughs) No, not interested at all. This is in Mobile. (laughs) Yeah, trust me, I don't blame you. Uh, This is in Mobile, Alabama, and it's going to be Buffalo versus Troy. So that's the Dollar Gym. All right, here's another one. This one, I would, again... If I if I did not if I were a coach of a team and I did not make a college football playoff spot, this would probably be my answer to all right, what bowl game do you want to play in? This would probably be number two on my list, and it is the SoFi Hawaii Bowl. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Although I have to say, I, I, I said this last year, if I went to the Hawaii Bowl, I probably would miss the game because I'd be out surfing or doing something <laughs> crazy. You know, I'd be like, uh, they'd be like, coach, we got a game in like an hour. I'd be like, yeah, I'm surfing. Like, you guys go play. I'm, 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 hitting, the, I'm hitting the waves here. But, yes, this game is in Honolulu, Hawaii. And it's kind of a, it's kind of a drag when you look at the teams involved, because it's Louisiana Tech versus Hawaii. Like, Hawaii gets to be in Hawaii year-round. Send them yeah. somewhere else and send a, send a team that's not from Hawaii. Send them to, you know, let them get, get a little bit of it. But maybe that's, like, the draw of it. They want to have Hawaii in there. I don't know. But Louisiana Tech versus Hawaii, this – the, uh, the reason to watch this game is not only for the beaches and the sites that you're going to see. The other thing is these teams are going to throw the ball and it's going to, they're going to put up points because that's what Hawaii and Louisiana tech do. They both teams throw the ball a ton. 
So it should be one of those kind of games. It'll it'll probably be, I know, Denise, you're an NFL fan. It'll probably be like that Chiefs-Rams game where it was just throw the ball all the time and points, 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 points. That's what I'm expecting yeah. from this Hawaii Bowl. Hmm. All right, here we go. This is This is a brand new one. This is a brand new bowl game, and I love the name of this bowl game. We'll see if you agree with me on this. It is the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl. Oh, yeah. I, I, I am totally in on this. I, again, this is the first year that they have done this bowl game. I, I believe. I don't remember this bowl game from last year, so I think this is an addition. Um, and I would say with a name like that, the proceeds of this game should be going to first responders. So, again, very important. And, again, where else would you play the first responder bowl other than the mecca of football in America, Dallas, Texas? Ooh, that's so even The game better. takes place in Dallas, and it will be um, Boston College versus Boise State, which you're getting a very good matchup in a good bowl game. The guy to watch in this game is Austin Dillon. He is the, he is the running back for Boston College. He is really your your best pro running back, pro-level running back, could be the first one taken in this year's draft. So the re- he's the reason to watch. The other reason is, obviously, support first responders. We all do it. We all love the first responders. We respect them so much. That's the reason to watch this bowl game. All right, how about, how about the quick lane bowl? No, not really. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really, I don't, I don't have a car, so work it, you know, but of course it's quick lane. Where else would you put this game other than Detroit, Michigan, the home of the automobile? So um, that'll be fun. We got Minnesota versus Georgia Tech. The only thing I'll say about this game is Paul Johnson's last game at Georgia Tech. So it'll be your last chance to see the triple option in its full effect. So that's that one. All right, this game, this game, I'm 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 just gonna say the name. Of this, I died laughing when I read this bowl game, and the name of this next one, the Cheese It Bowl. Okay, that is definitely interesting. <laughs> You're intrigued by it. I the only reason I'm intrigued by this game is that I eat Cheez Its all the time on the air during this show. That's pretty much the snack the go to <laughs> snack that I have. So they should be sending me to this bowl game the way that I eat Cheez Its during the uh, on the air. Um but this game is it takes place in Phoenix, Arizona. That'll be interesting to see how they set this game up because we know if you know Phoenix at all, this game is being played at Chase Field, which is the home of the Arizona Diamondbacks. So it'll be a football game played on a baseball stadium. Um, so that'll be interesting to see. 
and it's yeah, California it's- versus TCU. So again, Texas is involved. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm just trying I'm trying to I'm trying to make it, anything that that has to do that has your intrigue in it. I'm trying I'm trying to pump it up as much as I can. Well, I did live in, um, I did live in the Phoenix area for a little while, so that that intrigues me too because I love that area. I actually I actually went there on vacation when I was in I think eighth grade. We went, we took a family trip to Phoenix, and that was when they were building Chase Field. I got to go in and see, you know, the construction of it. So I was like one of the first people to ever see Chase Field. Um, oh, cool. So, yeah, it was pretty neat. Um, so that, that's, that's, as a personal reason, like that. that'll be something I will watch. Is that the, okay, so I know the Diamondbacks were like mid 90s when they like late 90s when they came into Phoenix is Chase Field. I'm pretty sure that that was no, it was Bob. They built Bob first. So yeah, I I, I, I they were already I know they were already established, but I know they were when they started. They started. They played somewhere, and then they when they got the team, that's when they started building the stadium. So it was a couple of years after they got um okay. they were already yeah, established for a couple of years yeah okay. yep but it was just, just interesting out there i was like what are they building here and the guy was like they're building a baseball field <laughs> so we, we went and we we got to, we got to see it and we were one of the first you know one of the only were the first people to to see the field so it's pretty neat that's very cool all right here we go. We're we're moving right along. We're past Christmas now. We're at the 27th of December, and we got the Walk-Ons Independence Bowl. Walk-Ons Independence Bowl. Yeah, that's intriguing. It is. It's intriguing, and it's intriguing for people in the Northeast because th- this is this is going to be a very smart game. Because it's Temple versus Duke, and if you know anything about those universities, they have a very good academic uh, credentials to their name. They're also very good football teams. Duke, I, I will be watching to see David Cutcliffe, the coach of the uh, Duke Blue Devils. He is he's a guy who tutors. Uh, he's tutored such guys as Peyton and Eli Manning. So, you know, he knows how to coach quarterbacks. So it should be an intriguing game just from that standpoint. Um, all right. I know, Denise, I have from what I know about you, <laughs> from what I know about you, I'm setting this next one up. I know you are a big Houston Astros fan. Yes, yeah, diehard. Do not let do not let that play into try to push that aside for a second while we go to this next bowl game. And you'll see why in a minute, because the next bowl game is the new era pinstripe bowl. And, and the, the, the key, 
well, the key the key to this bowl game is the word pinstripe. And I know as don't a tell baseball me that's fan, to do with New York. Don't tell me that it has is, to do with New York. <laughs> it is. It is in fact. It is, the game takes place at Yankee Stadium. Ugh. That's why they call Ugh. it. That's why they call it the Pinstripe Bowl because it takes place at Yankee Stadium, and it will be Miami versus Wisconsin, mm. which, uh, which. My, uh, I have a lot of my friends and a lot of my listeners are Miami fans, so I, there's a lot of intrigue there. Um, Wisconsin's mm-hmm. a very dis- – they had a disappointing season. They, um, so it's really two teams that are pretty much disappointments. I, I, I don't know any Miami fan who is not disappointed in their team this year. Wisconsin fans, I'm sure they're disappointed in not making the Big Ten championship. So it's pretty much a game to see who has the least, uh, who has the less disappointing season. But again, the intrigue of this game is that it's played at Yankee Stadium on the baseball field. So if you're tuning into this game, you're pretty much tuning in for. And not only that, Denise, I, I will, I will one up our conversation from before. Here's an interesting point. They've done this game twice. They've done it two years in a row. Each time they've played this game, each time they've played this game, it's snowed. Wow. So they've had – so there's a good chance you will have a Miami versus Wisconsin game in the snow because it's – that's what the pinstripe ball does. I, maybe they're making the snow from the top of the stadium and they're just – throwing it in, but it, it's amazing that it's happened. That's pretty cool. All right. Moving on, we have the... All right. This is one that is going to... I, I, I have to shake my head at this one. The Academy Sports and Outdoors Texas Bowl. In the name, so of course it's intriguing. <laughs> of course it's intriguing because it's Texas, and... But here's the here's the weird part to me. Here's why I have to shake my head. The the sponsor is Academy Sports and Outdoors. I guess it's like an outdoor store. But the fact that it yeah. says outdoors, it says outdoors in the in the title of the bowl game. They're playing this game in Houston. Last <laughs> time I checked, Houston is indoors. Not yeah. outdoors. <laughs> So uh, I, uh, I've got this one as a major failure on the uh, on the name. Maybe they should should have changed this site to the Cotton Bowl, which is outside. But that's just me. But they're gonna play it in use. They're gonna play the outdoors bowl, the outdoors Texas Bowl inside in the dome. Baylor versus Vanderbilt. Um, Baylor is a very interesting story because we know all the troubles they've had with their program. So for them to get back as far as to get into a bowl game. All right, here we go. Moving on to the Franklin American Mortgage Music City Bowl. Okay, I wasn't intrigued until you said Music City. And I'm wondering of what course, that has to do with football. <laughs> oh, 
Well, of course it's of course the game is played in Nashville, which is Music City. Music City. We all know okay. we all know that we all know that Nashville is is the heart of uh, country music, which means it's the heart of all music. Right. Um, hey now, well I will take I will admit that today's Nashville music is horrible. So I will I will agree with you on that part. Okay. Well, I, that, I'm I'm a, I'm a big country music fan, so. So I'll, I'll always I'll always take Nat I'll take Nashville any chance I can get. Um, and in that one we have Purdue versus Auburn, so it'll be uh, Purdue has a a player named Rondale Moore. If you have not seen this kid, watch the game. He is amazing. He is a true freshman wide receiver. He should have he should have gotten offers from every school in the country. He was clearly the best wide receiver entering the year. He chose Purdue because Purdue was the only team that would allow him to play wide receiver because he's like 5'9". And 5'9", wow. maybe standing on his tippy toes. He is, but he is short, but he is the fastest guy you will, you will see. He does everything. He's the reason to watch that game. All right. Let's move on to the the Camping World Bowl. The say that again. It is the Camping World Bowl. Camping World Bowl. Okay, that's intriguing. Makes me want to think maybe Tampa Bay. It 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 takes place in Orlando, so you're okay. close. It takes place in Orlando. Um, it's going to be West Virginia versus Syracuse, which is going to be an intriguing matchup because we have Power 5 schools going at it. But also, um, Will Greer and David Sills, it's going to be their final game as Mountaineers. I'm sure they're going to want to put on a show. This is a team that can put points on the board. Syracuse is that... Um, I've been talking about them all year. I've always said Eric Dungy, the quarterback for Syracuse, one of my favorite players to watch. West Virginia is not good at defense. We know that. So Syracuse should be able to put up some points. But the thing to watch is Eric Dungy running with the football. If he's healthy, this is a guy who it, he enjoys hurtling defenders. I, I He's done it at least – I've seen – every game I've seen him, he tries to hurdle somebody. So I'm sure he's going to try it again um, if you watch this game. That's my intriguing part is Eric Dungy at quarterback and him trying to hurdle somebody because it will happen. Somebody will, somebody will get on SportsCenter as being jumped over. Very cool. All right. The, how about the Valero Alamo Bowl? Alamo, obviously, for certain, you know, for obvious reasons, but Valero is a gas station. doesn't really intrigue me, but the Alamo part does. <laughs> yes, it is, and, and it is, and it is. It does take place in San Antonio, Texas. What I'm intrigued about it, well, there are, there are two very big things about this game that are intriguing. One is Iowa State. Um 
Iowa State's coach, Matt Campbell, is the next guy. He is, he is the next guy in line to get a big-time coaching job. Everybody, he has been linked to every big-time opening. Everybody says they're going to go after Matt Campbell, Matt Campbell, Matt Campbell. So it'll be interesting to see how I, – I mean, Iowa State has um, – has, not only have they do they have a great coach, but they have played very well. They've played every game tough. Um, and they have a freshman, they have a freshman quarterback who, uh, took over halfway through the season and has just been lighting it up. So they're an interesting team to watch. The other team in this though, Washington state, and they are interesting for one reason and one reason, well, well, two reasons, but one of the main reasons they are interesting is Mike Leach is their head coach and, we we call him the pirate on this show. We love the pirate. He is my favorite coach. He is one of those guys. Really, if they mic'd him up during the game, it would be outstanding because he is the funniest guy in interviews. He's the funniest guy to talk football with. Um, Mike Leach is is amazing just on his own. The other reason to watch this is Washington State quarterback Garner uh, Garner Minshew has the best mustache in all of sports. So there's your reasons to watch. There's your reasons to watch Washington State, Mike Leach, and Garner Minshew's uh, mustache. How about the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl? Mm, no. You're not interested in Chick-fil-A, huh? I mean, I like Chick-fil-A, but... A bowl named after them isn't very interesting. Well, again, they call it the Chick-fil-A Bowl because it is in Atlanta, Georgia, which is where Chick-fil-A has their big shop. They have it in the uh, Georgia Dome. They have a big restaurant there, so obviously the Chick-fil-A Bowl is played. uh, The Peach Bowl is played in Atlanta. It will be Florida versus Michigan. We saw this game last year. It was the opener and Michigan destroyed Florida. We'll see if uh, the Gators can get some revenge this year. All right. The next one is the Belk Bowl. Belk is in the department store? As in, it, it could be a department store. I think it's a military. Um, oh. I think it's a military. I think, they, I think uh, uh, the Belk Company... I think they, if my memory serves me correctly from watching this game last year, I think they make, I think they make helicopter parts. I know this game has to do with the military. Um, it has to do, it, it, I know Belk has, they have, they have something to do with the, with the military. I think they make helicopters or something, something like that. Well then, in that case, and, yes, that's interesting. <laughs> and it's it's in Char it's in Charlotte, North Carolina, and my buddy Justin will be happy because uh, he's a South Carolina alum, and it's South Carolina versus Virginia. Um, the South Carolina's got um, a wide receiver on their team that could be again he'll be he'll be up there as as one of the the top guys in the NFL draft. So. That's a reason to watch Virginia 
we've seen Virginia had a a, a phenomenal season. I don't I don't really see them as a as as a great watch, but they they had an unexpected season. But I'm more interested in first of all the wide receiver at South Carolina. His name is Debo Sweeney. Anybody named Debo on the on a football field, if if they don't run clips of Friday, all every time he catches the ball, they should just. They they should just show clips of fri- of the movie Friday, and it, it, it sells itself right there. That's all you need to know. How about the Nova Home Loans Arizona Bowl? No, I I don't own a home, so I'm not I'm not really interested in it. Um, it is does take place in Tucson, Arizona, and it will be Arkansas State. Versus Nevada. All right. Moving on. I'm sure this one is going to get a get a yes. Um, it is the Military Bowl presented by Northrop Grumman. Oh yeah. The Military Bowl. You got to you got to be in it. Um, Cincinnati yeah. versus Virginia Tech. The the teams involved here. Cincinnati. Great story this year. They were not supposed to be really that good. All of a sudden, they shot up the rankings. They beat UCLA to start the season. They gave US, uh, UCF all they could handle. So Cincinnati will be a, a fun team to watch. Virginia Tech, who knows what Virginia Tech team is going to show up. They can go out and look like world beaters against Notre Dame and play Notre Dame tough. And then they can lose to an FCS school like uh, James Madison. So, yeah, the, who knows what Virginia Tech's gonna gonna do? But Cincinnati will be interesting to watch. And of course, it's the Military Bowl. It takes place in Annapolis on the campus of Navy. So, there we go with that one. How about the Hyundai Sun Bowl? No. No, no to the Hyundai. Now, maybe I can entice you with, maybe I can entice you and, and get you to say that it's interesting by saying it. the game is played in El Paso, Texas. Okay. <laughs> See, all I have to do, all I have to do is say it's in Texas and you're, and you're in. So I I know how to play, I know how to My play this game now. What can I say? <laughs> and it will be Stanford versus Pittsburgh. If you like old school football, if you like running, if you like teams that are going to run the ball 30, 40 times and just smash mouth, two tight ends, guys just going out and chop blocking each other, this is your game. Stanford versus Pittsburgh. Both these teams are going to try to just run each other over. Um, should be low scoring, um, so it'll be interesting to watch in an age where everybody's trying to spread people out. These two teams are trying to pack everybody in and just maul you to death, so it'll be fun. Right, if you like movies, you might like the next bowl game, the Red Box Bowl. I can't believe they have a Red Box Bowl. <laughs> 
Only in California would they have a Red Box Bowl. And it does take place in Santa Clara, California. It's the only place they could do this. It makes makes too much sense. Michigan State versus Oregon. Um, Again, another clash of styles game. You got Mark D'Antonio, the coach of Michigan State. He's going to try to run the football, play defense. Oregon's going to try to spread you out and play through the spread offense. So it's two interesting styles back and forth. How about the AutoZone Liberty Bowl? No. Not interesting. How about if I tell you it takes place in Memphis, Tennessee, and there will be a coach on the sidelines with a mullet? Definitely not this. Definitely not. <laughs> but you're also the, the no, mullet. No, no, no. I was I I was raised in the eighties. Mullet should have died in the eighties. <laughs> they did die, but Mike Gundy is a man. He's fifty. Well, he was forty when he said he was a man, but he's now fifty, and he has a mullet. And we celebrate his mullet on the show. We call him the mullet. I have, I have been campaigning for since day one of this show to get him on the show just to talk about his mullet, not even football. Just I want him on the show just to talk, just to talk mullets and, and how to bring him back. But here's the other thing. I know you live there now. It's Oklahoma State versus Missouri. So... It's, it's your it's your it's your now home state, and the other reason to watch this is the other reason to tune into this game is Missouri quarterback Drew Locke. Drew Locke is the guy who is at the top of every draft analyst. He is the number one quarterback in the NFL draft, so you get to see Missouri. Oklahoma State doesn't play that good a defense, so you'll probably see Drew Locke put up some good numbers. So if you're an NFL fan, you want to see the next guy in the next year's draft, Drew Locke could be your guy. All right. Okay. Let's, let's move on to the San Diego Credit Union Holiday Bowl. Mm, no. I mean, don't get me wrong, San Diego's uh, nice, but a, a bowl named after you, a credit union doesn't no. <laughs> if you didn't if you didn't get it if you didn't get it from the name, this game takes place in San Diego, California. And Snowman uh from Snowman in the morning on the Arena Sports Network, I go on his I go on his show. Snowman, don't send me your hate mail for your Northwestern team. It's not my fault we're not talking about him. <laughs> Don't blame me. Send your hate mail to Denise. She said it's not interesting, so we're not talking about it. It's Northwestern versus Utah, and I know I'll probably end up going on the Snowman show and talking about it, so we don't have to. This next one, I'm going to I'm going to use my power of influence here. This is probably my favorite bowl name of all time. It is the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Okay, obviously it's going to have to take place in Florida. 
because of the gators, uh, and yeah. I hate the gators. But the first part is intriguing. Yes, I I love the just the fact that it's tax you know obviously it's a you know taxlayer.com it's the they do all, all payroll stuff and whatever I just love that they're called Tax Slayer and it's the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl North Carolina State versus Texas A and M so we've got a Texas connection there um, and uh, yes it does take place. No, 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 no. Not give them Aggies, hook them horns. No, no. I will not yeah. be watching that one. <laughs> you won't be watching, even though A&M is involved. All right. So, anyway, it does take place in Florida. So, all right, we're moving on. We're moving <laughs> on to on the get rid of the Aggies. We're not going to bother breaking down, down those Texas A&Ms. The the Outback. How about the Outback Bowl? A bowl game named after a steakhouse or after Australia. I'm not sure which one. Sure. It, I'm I'm so glad you said I'm so glad you said yes because this game is very important to this show and to the history of this program. This the Outback Bowl this year is Mississippi State versus our home team. We we fight for them every day, and that is the Iowa Hawkeyes. We say we started this program the very first episode with "Go Iowa," and it has stuck with this pro with this show. We are the most pro Iowa team show in the history of sports radio, even shows in Iowa don't promote Iowa like we do. So we will be into this game. Of course it's in Tampa, Florida, um, but it's Mississippi State versus Iowa. Um, Iowa, the interesting part of this is uh, we learned this week, Iowa great tight end Noah Fant will not play in this game. But to me, Noah Fant hasn't played all year. I, he, he's played like one or two plays in every game. He's, I don't know how he's going to the NFL draft. He barely plays, but apparently he's the number one tight end based on his physical ability. So that, that aside, Iowa, Mississippi State, this will be a great game. Um, I will love to watch Nick Fitzgerald, the Mississippi State quarterback, He's going to have to make a push to see if he can get himself draft eligible. So it'll be interesting to watch. Here's a bowl game. I have no, I I cannot give you any, I I can't help you on this one. I can only give you the name. I have no idea what it means. It is the VRBO Citrus Bowl. Don't ask me what VRBO means because I have no idea. VRBO. Hmm. But it is the Citrus Bowl. We think either California or Florida, so I'm not really interested. Sorry. Not interested in Florida. It is in Orlando, Florida. It is the Citrus Bowl, and it will be Kentucky versus Penn State. <laughs> um, so it'll be you – know, um, we're, we're, we'll, leave it, we'll leave it at that. We'll probably end up breaking it down – because of Trace McSorley, the Penn State quarterback. But other than that, all right, 
Here we go with a game. I, I got. I got to see where your answer goes on this one. The PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. Okay, so when I lived in Arizona, we actually went to the Fiesta Bowl parade. And I, I used to. I went sure when still... I. No, nope. they still do it. They still do okay. it. I when I was in when I was in Phoenix, as I was saying, we didn't even know that what was going on. We just went downtown one day, and there was a huge parade, and we're like, "What is going on?" And everybody was like, "It's the Fiesta Bowl," and we're like, "Oh, oh yeah, all right, cool." <laughs> interestingly yeah. Oh, yeah. enough, interestingly enough, and you being an NFL fan, and I know what team you like. So this might love, this might love, <laughs> this, this might this might this might might interest you because you'll know this name when I say it and okay when when I was when when I was at the parade I snuck my way to the front of course because I was like oh maybe there will be players walking by I shook the hand of the starting quarterback from Syracuse who happened to be in the game. Little did I know at the time, that guy's name was Donovan McNabb. Wow. <laughs> All of a sudden, I I'm, like, I... wait. I'm like, wait, I, I've seen that guy. I know him. <laughs> um, I probably would have, I don't know. I don't know what I would have done in that situation. Well, of course, I didn't know he was. I, but after I, I like cleaned myself up from throwing up, I'm. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> of course, of course no, at this at this point, he was at Syracuse, so he was not. He was not. He was not a part oh, of that team okay. that we don't want to discuss. Thought, okay. okay, so you didn't know yeah. who? Okay, gotcha. I thought I didn't know like, who he was at the time. He was just some guy from Syracuse. Gotcha. He was just some guy from Syracuse. Okay. And then all of a sudden I'm watching the draft and I'm like, wait a minute, I've seen that guy. And then he goes on to be the Eagles quarterback and torment me for the then rest of the night. did you go and wash your hand and like put live soap on it and stuff like that to get? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl is important. Is an important game because it is. It is in effect, it is a national championship game. Let me explain. The participants are LSU versus University of Central Florida. And we all know Central Florida is, um, you know, Central Florida is undefeated. They've won 25 games in a row. The committee does not like them because they win every game. Last year, because they finished uh, an undefeated season and because they beat Auburn in their bowl game, they celebrated a national championship. They actually have a national championship banner at their school. And they have an, you know, I'm hoping they win again and they do another parade in Disney World because Central Florida, they their school is in Orlando, so they if they win, they get to party in the house that Mickey built. I will, and I hope they do it again. I hope, I, I just hope that they do it because everyone will be so mad. 
and and everyone will be so upset that UCF went undefeated again, and every, all the analysts will say, I can't believe they're doing a parade. No, they should parade. They should make T-shirts. Not to mention, UCF probably will win, and I will say this. This is why UCF has gone undefeated. It's okay. We'll we'll let we'll let Witten have his uh have his time on 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 the air. We we don't mind we don't mind him being being on the air. Um, U, UCF is undefeated for the past two years. There's a reason why. The reason is my name is Chris Dietz. I am the host of this show. My cousin attends UCF, and I said this. At the beginning of, of the season, when a Dietz is involved on campus, you don't lose. And since my cousin has gone there, UCF has not lost. My cousin is still there. So UCF will win and stay undefeated and keep our name undefeated. Wow, that's pretty cool. All right, moving on to the Rose Bowl game presented by Northwest Mutual. Um, so as I said in the beginning, I used to love watching the Rose Bowl, the Rose Parade leading up to it. Um, so that intrigues me. I don't know if it's the same one since I haven't watched it in, I I mean, it used to just be the Rose Bowl. So I don't know if same or if it's a different version, but yeah, that intrigues me. It's the same. It is the same. They do everything, uh, everything the same, except this game is not for the national championship. It's just the Pac-10 versus well, the Pac-12 versus the Big Ten. It's Washington versus Ohio State, and um, this game has been made more intriguing by the news this week that Urban Meyer will be stepping down at the end of end of this season, which this will be the final game. So this will be the final game of Urban Meyer on the sidelines. And on a side note, um, for anybody that's out there that wants to know more about Urban Meyer. We called this, we called our shot when I had my friend Jenny on um, and we discussed the Urban Meyer uh, coach, um, Matt, I I think his name was Matt Smith who beat his wife and had to be let go. And Urban Meyer did the cover up thing. And when I had Jenny on, we talked about it and we actually said, this will be the last year. Urban Meyer will step down at the end of the year. We said it. Again, this is another feather in our cap. We called this about three months ago. We said this will, this will happen, and here it is happening right now. So that's the intrigue in this game is that Ohio State, it will be the last game of Urban Meyer. So we'll see how that goes. One of my friends, Alan, actually – posted to me on Facebook, so I want to make sure I get this read out. He said, he's he's a big betting guy. He said, bet Ohio State big. Right now, the spread is five and a half. He says he expects that spread to go up as people bet on Ohio State. My advice to people out there who wish to put some of their money on the games, do not bet against Chris Peterson. Chris Peterson will have some tricks up his sleeve. If you remember who Chris Peterson is, he was the coach at Boise State who 
did the hook and ladder that worked for a touchdown, ran the Statue of Liberty to beat Oklahoma in the Fiesta Bowl way back when we had the BCS. So this is a guy who knows how to run trick plays and will do something crazy. Um, so I would not, you know, Alan, I, I, I fully trust all your Vegas knowledge, but to me, I would not bet against Chris Peterson. They will have some trick up their sleeve to figure that one out. All right. The, how about the all state sugar bowl? Not really. It's insurance. You're not intrigued. All right. How about how about this? How about if I, how about I try to entice you into into uh, being intrigued by the Sugar Bowl? It is the got? Georgia Bulldogs versus the Texas Longhorns. Oh, then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see how that changes. See how that. See how that flips right around. So the Sugar Bowl obviously played in New Orleans. This will be Texas versus Georgia, and I I think your statement of of being intrigued about the game. Yes, you should be intrigued by it. I, I'm pretty sure after the first quarter of this game, you will no longer be intrigued in this game. Georgia is. I, I've said this many times. Georgia's the best team, uh, best all-around team in college football that's not in the uh, college football playoff. And Texas, they basically have Sam Ellinger, and that's about it. Um, we've seen Texas play. Everybody said, told me Texas plays great defense. Well, they just gave up 45 points to Oklahoma. They've given up 40 points many times this season. Georgia will go down there. Georgia is very upset after the way the SEC championship game ended. I'm sure they're going to put a hurting on the Longhorns. It, this could be a long day for Texas. But they will come out in the burnt orange, so there's, there's, that, for, there, there's that that Texas has to look forward to. <laughs> well, hopefully our defense will be able to actually play for that one. Now we get to the big. Now we get to to the 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 big ones. Let me tell you if this name uh, says anything. How about the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic? Well, yeah. Come on, the Cotton Bowl is no. the Cotton Bowl. <laughs> the funny thing, the funny thing about this, about the way that this game is promoted and the way that they've changed this game, I don't like it. I'll say it right now. It is the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. Play the game at the Cotton Bowl. I mean, does it make any more sense than that? No, they're not going to play there. You know and I know this place is, is immaculate where they're going to play the game in Jerry's World in Arlington, Texas. But if you're going to do that, just make it the Goodyear Classic. Take the Cotton Bowl out of it. It's not being played at the Cotton Bowl. It's being played in Jerry's world, and it's Clemson versus Notre Dame. It's a playoff game. We're, you know, we're going to break that all down many a time, so I don't have to get into that game yet. But that, that's that one. And the last game, how about taking the Cotton Bowl part out? Because if they're not playing at Fair Park anymore, then there's no point in calling it that. Right. If it's 
if it's not being played at the state at the state fair, at the state you know the state fairgrounds of of, of Texas, then it, it shouldn't be called the Cotton Bowl. Just it, it, just call it call it Jerry call it the call it the Jerry's World Classic. Like, like call it the Jerry Jones Classic. Like uh, just there you go. Take the Cotton Bowl out. If it's not going to be played at the Cotton Bowl, get it out of here. How about the Capital One Orange Bowl? And you as a Texas fan should be – this will be a game that will put a smile on your face. It is Alabama okay. Alabama versus Oklahoma. Okay. Go, Bama. <laughs> yes. And, uh, as, as, as a long as – Longhorns fan, I'm sure. I mean, Alabama has put a hurting on everybody they've played. Um, Oklahoma has given up. Uh, they basically give up 50 or 60 points a game. Alabama is definitely has an offense that can do that. So, it yeah. should be a. I don't think I've ever said this, but roll high. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be selfishly rooting for Oklahoma. Because not and not and not because I care about Oklahoma, really because I just want Oklahoma to win the national championship for one reason, and the one reason I want Oklahoma to win is because they're the only team in the college football playoff that has a loss. So if Oklahoma wins and UCF wins the Fiesta Bowl, UCF can go out and claim, well, we're the only team that finished undefeated. And and that that's really my motivation oh. for rooting for Oklahoma right now is is so that so that I I can so that I I can boast about UCF pretty much pretty much that's it. But other than that, other than that, I don't I don't really have a have a dog in that fight. Um, but as as a Longhorns fan, I know you're going to be rooting hard against the Oklahoma Sooners. So. Oh yeah. So that is our bowl. That is our bowl preview. And uh, Denise, while I have you on, let's let's get into. Let, we do dabble into some NFL here. So I'm trying to think of which question I want to ask first. And the first thing I think I'm going to go with is. How about the how about the Cowboys on Thursday last Thursday night? Oh my gosh, shock the world. And I honestly I was really worried about that. So if anyone hasn't guessed already, I'm a die hard, one hundred percent, never fail Cowboys fan. Um I was really nervous about that game. As good as our defense had been playing, I honestly I I was worried. Um, you know, our defense has been playing amazing, but Dak is just – he makes me so nervous. Um, giving the ball to Zeke helps a lot, but, you know, he's just inconsistent. He holds on to the ball too long. And Drew Brees is no joke. That man is – I have the highest respect for him – not a lot of football quarterbacks, NFL quarterbacks out there that I can say that for um, in today's time, but I have the highest respect for Drew Brees, and I think he's an amazing guy, an amazing quarterback, and I was scared. (laughs) 
I'll I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. I was scared. I was scared. I was scared until until there was about a minute and a half left in the game. I did not. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I, I gotta say, I, I I I I was on I was on Facebook the entire game and to watch that game and watch to watch Randy Gregory oh hit the gosh. punter. I I I, <laughs> I, I just. I just couldn't believe it. I said, "Are you kidding me? Let him punt us the ball. I, if we have the ball, Drew Bledsoe, can't, uh, Drew Brees can't score. If, um, you know, so, and then, yeah, we then we get a fumble. Had he not hit him? I mean, come on. Then we, get, then we get a fumble. Like the the very next drive, we force Drew Brees, sack him, get a fumble, yeah. recover, and we're we're in business." Oh wait! Illegal hands to the face, Randy Gregory. Uh, it just, yeah. Oh my God. And yeah, then I, Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett was in full Jason Garrett mode. Um, oh. And I, I mean, two minute, two minutes left in the ball game. You have the ball at the twenty yard line. You're up by six. No, you were up three. They were up three. You're up three. three. You have the ball. Even if you get stopped, you kick a field goal, you go up six, um, Dallas, uh, you force the Saints to have to go down the field and get a touchdown right. rather than settle for a field goal. Well, what exactly. does Jason Garrett do? Oh, it's it's third down. Let's pass the ball. He passes. Dak gets sacked, fumbles. They get the ball back. Luckily, Drew yeah. Brees throws an interception on the next play, and all is forgiven. But I I – when when they dropped back to pass, the minute he dropped back to pass on that play, I said, "Oh my God, this is." I said, "This is going to end badly." Of course, it ends in a fumble, but our defense was able to come up. Okay. All right, before I'm not, I let you. Not... Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, I am not. I'm not a Dak hater. I am not a Dak lover. I think Dak, and. Uh, whether you're a Cowboys fan or not, you can yell at me, say I'm stupid, whatever. Worst mistake Jerry ever did was saying that the team was Dak. Dak was having a great season. Yes, granted, I agree with that. And you don't, you don't let him, you don't stop the momentum. The momentum, sorry. I understand that. But forcing Tony to retire time I just I I don't I I shouldn't say forced but he kind of gave him no choice you know so he basically forced him to retire um I think had Dak had a year or two under Tony to develop as a quarterback we wouldn't be seeing the fumbles and the interceptions and the sacks seven sacks in one game is unacceptable unfreaking acceptable (laughs) so well I don't hate Dak. I don't love Dak. I think he's got a lot of growing as a quarterback to do. And I don't know that he is in a position to take us to the Super Bowl. I'm not one of those Cowboy fans that are saying, oh, Super Bowl, we're going to the Super Bowl. We're going to win it. We're going to get our sixth ring. I'm not one of those Cowboy fans. I am realistic. We're playing really good football right now on defense. We're playing mediocre football on offense. So... 
I really, I have hopes to go and win the East, but after that, I really don't know what's going to happen. And with Dak well, as quarterback, I, I'm really nervous. You, you bring up, you bring up a good point about Dak Prescott, and my my take on Dak Prescott, I feel the same way as you. I don't hate Dak Prescott. I don't love Dak Prescott. Uh, my feeling on Dak Prescott is that Dak Prescott is not a quarterback. You can put the game on his shoulders and say, Dak, go win us the game. You know, right. Dak, we're back and, and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to throw you to the wolves. He's not that guy. It, to me, if the Cowboys go out and people have said this, well, now that they beat the Saints, you know, they're going to pay Dak Prescott. Like, if they pay Dak Prescott as a top-level quarterback, that will cripple the Cowboys. Going forward. Yeah. I've, looked, I've, I've looked at it, and I've had discussions with other Cowboys fans, and I've tried to tell them, Dak Prescott is not the, 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 the top priority on this team. He is not – to me – He's not even top five offense. He's not even a top. He's not even the top five guy on the offense that I'm worried about. You know, I, I would worry about so many other players and getting them secured before I even w- worry about Dak Prescott. On the entire team, yeah. he's probably tenth, tenth or you know between ten and fifteen when you start looking yeah. at guys oh, um guys like guys like Vanderash guys like Jalen Smith guys like Byron Jones you know when you throw Jaylen defense in the mix Dex, uh you know we got uh Lawrence has to be has to be taken yeah. care of oh, these are the guys that need yeah. to be paid before we do yeah. Dak Prescott and and exactly. I I I it's nothing on Dak Prescott. It's just the fact that you cannot put that much capital in Dak Prescott because he's not—he's not a Russell Wilson. He's not a guy who's going to go out and, and and you could say, all right, lead us down the field for our last drive. You know, lead us down the field. We're going to put all the eggs in your basket. We need to have a complete team around Dak Prescott. And in order to do that, Dak is going to have to take exactly. mid-level money. He's gonna to have to take mid-level money so that we can keep guys around him. Um, oh, I absolutely. So that's the interesting going, part. Going back to what you Go said ahead. about Dak, people saying that Dak won that game. Dak did not win that game. Our defense won that game. Dak was a minor player in our win, but our defense won us that game. Had it not been for them, I I don't even not want to know what the score would have been. Right. They held up um, to 13. We held them to 10. So uh, that first half was amazing. I wish we had repeated it in the second half. But, you know, those penalties killed us, and it is what it is. But our defense won us that game. So speaking of the defense, there is a game this weekend in Dallas. How confident are you in the Cowboys that they can get by the Super Bowl champions? If our defense plays as well as they did last Thursday night, very confident. If Dak plays as poorly as he did, I don't know. It's a it's a rivalry game. It's a you know NFC East game. They always think they have into playing us. So. You know, they, they're coming off a win. We're coming off a win. They're coming off a division win. 
so they might have a little bit higher. But, of course, everyone thought we were going to get annihilated, so that might raise our stakes. I don't know. The thing that worries me is that we've had a lot of time off, and we tend to not do very well after we've had a longer break. So that worries me. Well, there's a reason for that. There's a well, reason not- why the Cowboys do not do well on long breaks, and that is because they have to sit there and listen to that head coach for more time than yeah. more time than usual, and that's usually when things go awry. Yeah, but if Dak can get out of the pocket and if he can protect himself. <laughs> um, and not hold on to the ball as long. I don't, you know, throwing away a ball is not the worst thing in the eye in the world. If he has to throw it away to save yardage and protect himself, throw it away. I mean, if it's on third down, obviously you're not going to do that. But unless we're, you know, within field goal range or not giving them too much, too much field position. But he has got to learn how to release that ball quicker. Uh, that kills me. Seven sacks in one game, that is unacceptable. It, so it is not. If our and, defense comes um, up, I think we win. <laughs> Denise, I want to thank you so much for playing our, our bowl game, uh, for doing our bowl games, and for giving our, our, us a Cowboys perspective. I've got another caller on the line. So I will um I will have to let you go, but thank you so much for playing the game. I hope you had fun and um I, I hope the listeners don't send you too much hateful mail uh <laughs> because we didn't talk about their game. Um all I can say is get into get get a better sponsor for your bowl game and we'll talk about it. That's that's all <laughs> I can say about it. But well, thank you thank so you much. So much. And as I've always said, anytime, anytime, and hopefully next week after, uh, hopefully I get to boast about uh, a big win over the Eagles. So we'll see how that goes. And like I've said, if you miss, if you miss the show live, you can always listen as a podcast and win or lose. We will, we will definitely be discussing the Cowboys Eagles next week. Yes. And I will be listening. <laughs> Whatever time All right. <laughs> Thanks again for calling in. Uh, I'm sure I'll Thank talk to you, you online during the week and uh, definitely during the game. So, all right. Have a good one, Denise. Again, thank you for doing this. And uh, You're welcome. we'll talk to you next time. All right. Okay. All right. So, that was Denise playing our, our bowl game and giving us some perspective i know who this caller is that's why i want to get him in so without further ado let's bring on this is lou from jersey isn't it yes it is thanks chris hey what's going on lou i've got i've got the number i've got the number in my in my head i see the number come up i know who it is so you can be uh you're probably the only one that i know uh know their number when it shows up so you can take that to the bank what's going on Lou? well for the most part uh, our New York teams are struggling the only decent one right now is really the Rangers even though their um, record isn't all that you know stellar right now but at least yeah, they're, they're start- showing Rangers are starting yeah they're starting to come back to earth I mean they were 
they were down. It, they're going to be a roller coaster all year, so yeah. we'll figure it out. But, hey, you've you got to celebrate. The Giants, despite their uh, – despite – Despite their their own doing, they they were able to pull one out in overtime. Despite I mean they, their best they Just did their fair. best effort to try to blow that game. I mean that game they should have had single handedly won, and it turned out you know almost to be another costly uh, loss uh, for the Giants, especially from the week before when they lost to Philadelphia. They had that game in the in the bag, uh, Washington, Philadelphia, and uh, they blew it. How do you blow that yeah, kind of a that, that they did, but I have to say, Lou, I was the biggest Giants fan watching the games this weekend, especially because they were playing the Bears, and because uh-huh. the Giants win over the Bears obviously helps the helps the Cowboys playoff picture. So, um, you know, I, um, I was rooting for the I was rooting for them, and I will be rooting for them again this week. Because the Giants take on the Washington Redskins, so um, again the Giants can help us out. Um, I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping the Giants can can give us a little bit a little bit of a, a push here. Um, give us a nice give the Cowboys a nice cushion in the NFC East, but like it'll that. it'll be a, it'll be a wild ride. And Gruden has done so, nothing for that team. Absolutely nothing. No, no. Um, actually, speaking, remembering the giant, remembering the Giants game, I, I I tweeted this out, and it might still be. Who do you think the best quarterback is on the uh, on the Giants roster? <laughs> it might be Odell. It might be Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, maybe if he if he can be a bit more mature, maybe he has something. He, but you know, he could be he could be he, such a he, so mature. He did though. throw. He did throw a touch. He did throw a touchdown pass on Sunday. I know. I saw it. Odell, Odell Beckham did throw a touchdown. So uh, I'm I'm just saying he might he might be the best he might be the best quarterback they have right now. Yeah, it's but, um, pretty much done. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, that was interesting, but Lou, it's interesting that I have you on, on tonight because I was just talking with Denise when we were doing our our bowl previews. Um, yes. You were on the show I was referencing when we talked about Urban Meyer, and we said Urban Meyer. This will be the last season of Urban Meyer at Ohio State. We mm-hmm. said it three months ago. Just this week, he has announced he is no longer going to coach Ohio State, which has brought a lot of a lot of ire from a lot of different areas. People saying, "Oh, he did this at Florida; he'll go coach somewhere else." You know, a lot of people have him rumored to going to the NFL. Um, what do you think about Urban Meyer stepping down? Well. If he's stepping down for the right reasons, yes. But if he's just stepping down because of what you know, of all the controversy that went through, and then, you know, that got him, you know, that's the wrong reason. I mean, if it's for health-wise, yes, of course, because that comes first. But amidst all the controversy, the three-game suspension, and you know, and, and you know, the press is gonna, you know, hound him for that. No, 
I mean, I wasn't really buying it at first. I'm like, is this legit? Or is this is the cover. Or this is the stroke for the ta- for the uh, rag bags to to follow on. I wasn't buying it first. That's, now I think maybe it's seeming like more becoming a reality. That's an issue. Um, that's an issue that I have with this story is that people are jumping to conclusions that that no one can answer, that only Urban Meyer can answer. Well, Urban Meyer and maybe a health professional can answer. Um, yes. I do know for a fact that it's been reported that he has a cyst on his brain that when it acts up, he gets Ooh. migraines. You know, people have said that's been, that's been reported. It's been well documented. Um, you know, how much, how much pain that causes him. Uh, I, I, I said this to a buddy of mine who he's, he's in the camp of, and I, I respect his opinion because he is a Florida Gators fan. So he uh, obviously is still reeling over the fact that Urban Meyer just cut, uh, cut out of Florida for the same thing. He, he, when he left Florida, he said, oh, it's for health reasons. And then two years later, he's on the sidelines at Ohio State. So I understand him being the, uh, the jilted lover, as you say, as you would say, you know, he's, my buddy's still kind of, you know, skeptical of the whole thing. And I tried to tell him, I said, look, I'm not a doctor, but if you watched the games lately and you see him on the sidelines, he, Urban Meyer does not look right. He doesn't look healthy. He doesn't no. look like the Urban Meyer He's that only we've 54 seen. Years old. And, and that's, you know, I'm not going to try to play doctor. If he says this is for my health, I'll take him at his word until he, if he does take another job, if he does do something else, then I'll say, all right, maybe, you know, maybe there's something. I'm not going to get into that field of, well, he's definitely lying because he's he's done this before. I I think it is a health reason. I think, and I think he'll take some time away from the game, away from everything, do his own thing. Maybe he'll go back into the booth. He was good in the booth at ESPN. Go back to the booth where you belong. Maybe he'll go back there for a little bit, uh, but I, I I can't see him. the The rumors have him going to the NFL. If he couldn't handle the rigors of college football, I don't think going to the NFL would help him. And he, I mean, we've heard the war stories of Bill Belichick and John Gruden and these kind of guys that. Spend 21 hours, you know, sleep on the couch. Like they're they're yeah. constantly working as an NFL coach. And people have said people have said to me, "Oh, uh, you know, he does, he'll have better. It'll be better for him in the NFL because he doesn't have to do recruiting, and he doesn't have to. There's different there's different levels of the of the NFL. So I um. I don't think the NFL is the route for him. I, I don't see that happening. And if it is truly a health thing, then the NFL is definitely out. But will we see Urban Meyer again? We may. We may see Urban Meyer come back if a job opens up that is just 
enticing and absolutely perfect for him. We'll, I think we will see Urban Meyer again, but where um, and when? You know, it, I think I, I'll, I'll I'll say it right now. The 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 job that he would take, and I I, I could see this happening, is if Brian Kelly were ever to leave Notre Dame and, you know, Brian Kelly has always been talked about as a guy who could go to the NFL and, and give the NFL a shot. Um, if Brian Kelly were to ever leave Notre Dame, I could see Urban, that's the one spot I could see Urban Meyer coming back from. It's his, his dream job has been to be the head coach at Notre Dame. Um, you know, I, I, that's the one spot I could see him coming back. And Brian Kelly's not gonna not gonna leave next year, uh, this year, probably not next year. Maybe it's two years down the road when Brian Kelly, you know, if Brian Kelly has another really good season at Notre Dame, maybe he gets some traction in the NFL, and that could be a landing spot for Urban Meyer. That's one to watch out because, again, it's a dream job. It's something he's always wanted to do. He he could I could see, easily see him making that that move to to be the the head coach of the Irish at some point. When do you see it happening? As I said, I, I think it'll be whenever Brian Kelly gives up that job. That job is Brian Kelly's to do whatever he wants with. He's got Brian Kelly has gotten Notre Dame to. They played in a national title. You know, they played in a national title game. Yes, they got killed by Alabama, but they were in the national title game. Now, he, Brian Kelly has gotten Notre Dame to a college football playoff. If they if they somehow beat beat Clemson, which you know is not far, it, it seems impossible, but it's not far fetched. Um, if Notre Dame gets to the national title game again, Brian Kelly can pretty much write his ticket at Notre Dame and say, I'm here forever. But I have said, Brian Kelly is a, a hot name on the NFL level. He's a guy that people have said could translate to the NFL. Maybe he wants to give it a shot. And I've said maybe two, three years down the road, he gets a shot at the NFL. If Notre Dame has some continued success, Maybe he goes to the NFL. When he goes, Urban Meyer slides right in. Um, that's the one scenario I could see him coming back from. I don't see him coming back to take over a, any other any program or any down program. I don't see Urban Meyer as a. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the uh, as a uh, as a project. He's not going to take over a team that's a project. He's going to take over a team that A, Notre Dame is his, again, lifelong, that's his dream, that was his dream job. And if Brian Kelly were to go to the NFL, that means they have good players, they have uh, good things on the horizon, so he would be taking over a a program that, that's ready to go. Um, so that that's the only scenario I see Urban Meyer coming back. Hmm. But... As I as I said before, this was not a shock. Like people tagged me in posts and posted on my wall. Um, you know, 
things about Urban Meyer, and I was like, guys, I told you this was going to happen three months ago. I'm yeah. not shocked. I'm not shocked by it. Although, I did say the happiest person to hear this news was probably Mr. Harbaugh in Ann Arbor. Yes. He probably did a nice nice little dance and, uh, you know, tried to get tried to get that going. But, um, so Lou, I know you follow college football. What do you think of the, uh, of the playoffs, of the playoff scenario? Well, I still think they got a little bit wrong because I still think, uh, Central Florida should be in there. I mean, two back-to-back seasons of going undefeated and the best they can do is like eighth in the, in the standings and the rankings. Yeah, I know it's not a power five conference, but still you're cheating probably was the, the best team in college football and not giving them a fair shake. I, 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 I have to add, anybody who's been listening to this show, of course, this season knows I've been on UCF. I've been on the side of UCF before, way before everybody started to jump on, on UCF and they started to get publicity. I was the one screaming about UCF when the season started that they needed to get more publicity. And so I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with you. I, I, I totally agree that UCF, I mean, the, the one problem I have with the committee is how did UCF stay at number eight? How did they win a net, win a conference championship game? And they're still behind Michigan. That to me tells me we that the committee it doesn't matter. Michigan lost twice. <laughs> Michigan lost twice. You're not, and you're going to tell me that UCF didn't do enough to be in front of a two-loss team. That that to me tells me the committee said the committee went into this weekend and said UCF's eliminated. We're not even going to worry about it. We're just going to worry about the top six, and uh, the rest of them will just leave the same. I mean it. That's the disgraceful part to me. It's totally unfair. It's everything about it is unfair. But I said this on another program. I went on, I went on Snowman's program on the Arena Sports Network, and I said it. This is not a college football playoff. This is college football entertainment. This is WWE brought to college football. Mm. It's they didn't do, they didn't do. The, the committee did not do what was fair. They didn't do what was right. They didn't do what was correct. They did what's best for business. That's what they did. And I wanted to get into this, um, but we ran a little bit long with our uh, bowl preview segment, which I had a lot of fun with. So I will, I will address the committee next week uh, in my Good. opening in my openings, I will address the committee. I will address all the things that they did wrong. But, I mean, just for a preview. Where do you begin? I mean, you, you, all year we heard, well, it's not, it's not about what's fair. It's about picking the four best teams. If you wanted to pick the four best teams, they got that wrong. They didn't get the four. I mean, obviously the top three, we know. They're undefeated. They're, they're gone. So we're talking about that fourth spot. If you're talking about the most complete team out of the contenders, 
Georgia's the best team. Georgia's the most complete team. Oklahoma's given up 40, 50 points a game on defense. They're, they're gonna, they have no defense. They have a prolific offense, but they don't, have, they don't have anybody on defense. Georgia has a complete team. Ohio State, we don't know what Ohio – Ohio State can be gangbusters or they can be the worst team you've ever seen. I mean, they, they've done it in games. Oh, against Maryland in the first quarter – in the first half of the Maryland game when they gave up 275 yards of, rush, of rushing yards – that they they can play they can look like they can't stop anybody and uh so ohio state is an up and down team georgia georgia's the best if you were just asking who are the best teams in football georgia's georgia would be that number 4 team cuz they just are right if you were talking about if you wanted to say who's got the best resume how can you keep Ohio State? How can you keep Ohio State up? If you look at what the committee said, the committee said Michigan was the number seven team, Penn State was the number twelve team. Ohio State beat them both. Nobody else has wins over top twenty teams. Nobody has. Nobody has that. Nobody has those wins on their resume. So. Ohio State definitely has the best resume to get there. Then if you want to say, you know, well, who's the most deserving team? We just talked about it. You go undefeated for two years. You're the most deserving. That's the most deserving game. Yes. So it, either any way you look at it, the committee got it wrong. But the only way they got it right is, Oklahoma will be the more exciting team to watch. I mean, Kyler Murray is a Heisman candidate. Why why wouldn't That's you right. want to see that both why wouldn't you want to see both Heisman candidates going at it? Both you're gonna to get Tua against yeah. against Kyler. I'll be Murray. discussing that who Saturday. Can, who can outduel each other? I mean, it, it that's that's what that's what they did. So they didn't pick the best team, they didn't pick the most deserving team. They didn't pick the best resume. They picked what's best for business. They did what's best for getting eyeballs on the on the game on on the TV, and we'll see how it plays out. Uh, I, but that's what they did. I know. There's no metric that you could tell me that Oklahoma's the best team. There's just just no metric that that says it. I that game could be a. Re- if Alabama stops Oklahoma twice, the game's over. Because Oklahoma's not going to stop Alabama all game. Oklahoma gives up 60 points. I mean, they give up 50 or 60 points a game. And Alabama has an offense that can put up 60 points. So it'll be interesting to – it'll be an interesting thing to see – but again, I have my problems with the committee. But I know what they did. They did it. They did what's best for business, and that, that's what they do. But again, my problem is, how is UCF eighth? Eighth? That's ridiculous. That is that is absurd. And I think, and I think it's exactly what I said. They 
They dismissed UCF right away. They, a, they dismissed UCF because they all week all we heard was, well, they're not the same team because Mackenzie Milton's out. You're right. They were not the same team. They actually were better. They put up 56 points with a backup quarterback. And you're telling me that that team is not a complete team, that Mackenzie Milton meant so much to that team that they went out and scored 56 without him? It, it, it just it, – everything that UCF has done, they have slapped the NCAA in the face. And I'm hoping that they do it again. Again, I said this to Denise. I'm hoping Oklahoma wins the national championship because then they would have one loss, win the national championship, and if UCF wins their game, they would be the only undefeated team in college football this year. And they would be able to say that and claim another national championship and create more chaos. So that's that's the way yeah. I'm going. All right, Lou, you got anything else? We got three minutes left of the show. Yeah, well, and of course, the bowl season starts on Saturday. You got 40 games. Do so you really think Alabama has a chance to lose? Do I think they have a chance to lose? No. I didn't think so. Yeah. Do I think that, well, do I think they have a chance to lose to uh, Oklahoma? No, because I don't think Oklahoma Clemson can maybe. stop them. Clemson, I think, can get. Uh, we saw what Georgia – We saw Georgia gave you the template for beating Alabama, and it is getting pressure on the quarterback. What can Clemson do? They can get pressure on the quarterback with their front four. That's, that's what's going to be the key. The problem is Clemson has a true freshman quarterback, and how will he hold up in that big game? But Clemson's got to get there through Notre Dame, so – We'll we'll see how that goes, but Clemson, if they get to Clemson, Clemson has the ability to do what needs to be done. The question is, and we saw Georgia, we saw this from Georgia, you have to do it four quarters. You can't do it three and a half quarters and have a brain fart in the last minute of the game and go for a fake punt, not get it. If you do that against Alabama, they're going to beat you. That's you have to play That's a flawless right. game for four quarters. You cannot make one mistake. But um, uh, all right, no, Lou, I got a minute. I got a minute left, so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna let you go, and I'm gonna shut down the show. All right. And we will, uh, you know, we'll we'll talk to you next week. You got it. thanks. All right, thanks for calling in, Lou. All right, so um, we spent a lot of this show doing our um, doing our college football bowl uh, preview segment. Again, I want to thank Denise for volunteering to do that. Um, it, it's the funnest. It's just it's just fun for me. I, I, I this is the second year we've done it, and I love hearing people's opinions of the uh, names of the bowl games and. Even even I get a kick out of some of them. Like I, I sit there and I'm like, why is this named this or what is going on? So 
it, it's always fun to get an outsider's point of view um, about it. So, but we did get to talk a little bit about uh, a little bit about the NFL. Um, we we and then we talked with uh, with Lou about the college football playoff. Next week we'll have a full breakdown. We have full uh, we have the ability to break down everything. Uh, I want to say before we go to my boy Lavaza, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna put the kibosh on him right now. I'm picking the Eagles to beat the Cowboys this weekend. Why? Because every time I pick the Eagles, the other team, uh, every time I pick the Eagles, the other team has won. Every time I've picked against the Eagles, like I did all last year, they won the Super Bowl. So I'm on to you, and I'm going to use my powers to help the Cowboys by picking the Eagles uh, to win the big game. Um, We'll see what happens. We'll talk all about it next weekend. Uh, next week on the show. Hope you guys enjoyed our preview. Hope you had as much fun as we did. And we will talk to you next week.
Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.